Hi, this is Tatiana Saunders, and you're listening to the Durham Roarcast. Hello, and welcome to the Durham Roarcast. It's a new season, and therefore a new series, the second series of the podcast all about Durham Women's Football Club. Thank you very much for liking, subscribing and tuning in. We have a few returning features and also a few new ones. It's a bit like a football team, isn't it? We hear from Rio Hardy and find out some of her favourite things. We get to know new signing Tatiana Saunders a bit better and Captain Sarah Wilson speaks to us ahead of the new season in the newly titled Barclays Women's Championship after a very interesting and exciting summer. Hello, I'm Sarah Robson and you're listening to the Durham Roarcast. Well, it certainly was an exciting summer, wasn't it? With England winning the Euros, our very own Sarah Robson doing us all proud with her performances for Northern Ireland and captaining them on their first outing in the European Championships. But the big news came just before that, that Durham Women's Football Club were going full-time and professional. Exciting stuff, as we've seen over the summer. Lots of difficult decisions were made, some players some heroes left the club but Durham have replaced them adding to the signs of Nisha McAloon and Rio Hardy that they made in January. We've seen Georgia Robert come from Sheffield United, Jess Clark with over 50 England caps join us too, Maria Faruga formerly of Sunderland and the Republic of Ireland international Sasha Noonan coming from Shelbourne and to introduce out of one of our new features, we're going to get to know the other big signing of the summer, Tatiana Saunders, who's come from Lewis. Okay, question number one. How did you first get interested in football? Uh, I have two older brothers who are all a year and a half apart and they grew up playing as well and I wanted to do everything they wanted to do so when they were kicking around in the garden I wanted to play as well and I grew up in the US so I was fortunate that at a very young age I had the opportunity to play on a girls team so when I I believe I joined my first team when I was eight years old and I've been playing since what team did I support as a child so my family are Manchester United fans and when I was a young girl, I kind of wanted to stir the pot a little bit, so I became a Liverpool fan out of the blue. And so I'm actually a Liverpool fan and have been supporting them since. Early footballing hero. Oh, this is a tough question. Uh, growing up, I loved, I I'm gonna butcher his name, Iker Casillas. Um, as a goalkeeper, I, uh, I thought he was phenomenal and he was really agile and cat-like, so I kind of wanted to be like him. First team I played for was the Rye Power. Um, that was my first travel soccer team growing up and my dad was my coach. How did I start getting serious? So I grew up playing tons of sports. I played field hockey, lacrosse, horse riding, and fencing. Um, and I found that football got more serious. So instead of just playing in like the fall and spring, we were playing all year round. And I kind of had to decide if 
I wanted to get serious with football or just like play for fun and continue other sports. So I stopped playing other sports and just focused on football. Favorite footballing memory? I have quite a few. I would say my top two are playing against Olympic Lyonnais and when I was playing in France. Uh, they were a very good team and they had, you know, they just won the Champions League and we only lost 2-0 and it was like a sold out crowd and my, I was fortunate that my dad was there as well and I got player of the match that game. And then I would probably say my second one is last game of the season when I was playing for Lewis FC and I scored a goal against Liverpool. And it was a sold out crowd and we had like smoke coming onto the pitch from the barbecue and it was just, you know, I never in my life thought I would score a goal as a goalkeeper. And so that memory was pretty special. Favorite current player, Allison Becker. Um, I Not just because he's a goalkeeper at Liverpool, but I also think he's phenomenal. And for me, he's the best goalkeeper in the world and I strive to be like him best advice I've received um so the best advice I received as a goalkeeper was actually from my father so I didn't want to be a goalkeeper growing up I was a midfielder and I didn't want to be a goalie and my dad as because he was the coach of my first team he said right does anyone want to get in goal and none of the girls put their hand up so he just said to me right get in goal and his advice was just be brave. And I think that's probably my best attribute as a goalkeeper is the fact that I am brave and I'm not afraid to, you know, come off my line sliding or coming and claim a high ball. So I think that's kind of what's really shaped me the most as a goalkeeper. What advice do you have for any younger fans? My advice is focus on football and love football, but also work hard at school because football is only for a certain amount of time in your life and you always need to make sure that like god forbid you have an injury or something happens where you can't play football ever again you need to have you know something that you're passionate about and need to have a plan b so for example like when i speak to girls who are looking into playing at university in the u.s i always say make sure you love the school with football you know if you take football out of the equation because you never really know how long your career is going to last in football so always make sure you have a plan b and you you know you have other things that you're passionate about thanks t for taking the time and helping us get to know you that's one of our new features and we hope to continue it throughout the season and have some other players on and get to know them a little bit better as well. From one new feature, an appeal for an old feature. We'd love to have any one of you, our listeners, on as well. So if you've got a favourite player and you can remember what your first game was and you'd like to introduce yourself to us in Meet the Fan, please contact us via any of the social media channels or our email. We'd love to hear from you and get you on the Durham Rawcast. All the details will be conveyed to you on the end of the podcast, but they're also in the description as well. Hi, this is Rio Hardy and you're listening to the Durham Rawcast.
My favourite place at the minute is probably Limassol in Cyprus. I've got a lot of memories there. My sister still lives over there, so I try to get there as often as I can. My favourite thing to do outside of football would probably be going for walks or hikes in the Lake District. My favourite meal would probably be some type of Chinese takeaway. Um, music, I'm pretty easy going. Um, probably listen to R&B quite a lot. Um, Chris Brown, Tory Lanez, that type of thing. Maybe LMA. Um, favourite ground to play at? I'll go off last season for my favourite ground to play and that was probably the Valley at Charlton. That was a really good experience and the pitch was just top tier, yeah. Hi, I'm Nisha McAloon and you're listening to the Durham Rawcast. And thanks to Rio for sharing some of her favourite things. Well, this weekend, the first weekend of the Barclays Women's Championship, sees newly promoted Southampton welcoming Charlton in the first game of the weekend. There's a local London derby where City host Palace, Sheffield United travel to Blackburn, Coventry play Bristol at home and newcomers Birmingham City welcome Lewis in the final game of the weekend. But of course, the most important match for us is Durham versus Sunderland, the Weir derby. And we were lucky enough to speak to Sarah Wilson, the captain of Durham about the exciting summer uh, the goings on at Durham Women's Football Club and the big game ahead So Sarah the Euros full time football what a summer and what a time to be a footballer and captain of Durham Yeah yeah it's absolutely brilliant obviously the summer was incredible what the Lionesses did for the game we've just been talking to everyone about it and I don't even think they realise what they've done for the game and we can already feel like the hype that's coming off the back of it so yeah it's really exciting looking forward to it and well a few changes here yeah how has it really affected you? No, it's good. Um, obviously, the, the models change. We're, we're in a lot more and it's, it's exciting. Um, be coming in here, this is class as full-time work now and getting them to come and do everything like this every single day with people who are like-minded, fantastic coaches and players in and around it is. It's, it's really good. And last time we were here at Maiden Castle, we beat Sunland and we're ready to go again and they're coming to visit. That's right, yeah. It's going to be another big game, um, but obviously it's a new season, new teams, new players. We just need to go in there with kind of like a, a fresh open mind, everything. All past results don't really mean anything. Um, so we just need to take it as a brand new, fresh game and, and go and put to practice everything that we've been working on. And some familiar faces returning as well. Yeah, yeah, some, some familiar faces on the opposition this time, but... Um, I'm sure they're going to treat it the same way as we are. Um, as soon as you cross that line, it's it's competitive, isn't it? You're just going to go and try and win everything, regardless of who again who you're coming up against. And a full house, so it's really going to be a great occasion. Oh yeah, unbelievable! Obviously, the the staff have worked incredibly hard to to sell the tickets out, and it's it's incredible to see. Like that's coming off the back of the Euros as well. It's first home game, first game of the season, and it's sold out with with days left to go, do you know what I mean? It's, it's unbelievable. Um, it's going to have both sets of fans, so it'll be a fantastic atmosphere for both sides. Thanks to Wills for talking to us. The Weir Derby, Durham versus Sutherland, is, as we've said, 
totally sold out and the club encourage you not to come if you haven't got a ticket. In my slightly biased opinion, the best way to follow the game then is on Durham Hospitals Radio. That's uh, www.dhradio.org.uk. Full commentary from 12.20 with a man who's just become a granddad, a professional and well-respected reporter and some bloke who managed to injure his neck while sneezing. I'll let you work out who those people are when you listen. So please join them from 12.20 on match day and you can follow Durham versus Sunderland. We'll be back next week for podcast number two of this new series with uh, some analysis and interviews of the Weir Derby and looking forward to our first away game at Sheffield United. Thanks very much to Rio, Tatiana and Wills for contributing to this week's podcast. Thanks to Mark and the club for facilitating that. If you'd like to get involved in future podcasts with Meet the Fan or you'd like to sponsor us, sponsor an episode or or the whole series, that would be wonderful. Uh, you can find us on social media, that's Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Durham Rawcast, or you can email us durhamrawcast at hotmail.com Please like, subscribe and spread the roar. Thank you very much for listening. This has been a MIDI Media production. See you again. Bye. Hi, this is Tatiana Saunders, and you're listening to Durham. What does that say? (laughs) Warcast. Warcast. Oh, okay. Take two. Hi, this is Tatiana Saunders, and you're listening to the Durham Roarcast. Went a little bit posh there on Saunders. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen to the Durham Roar cast. It's perfect.